All right, all right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. Here on this Saturday morning, December 19th, 2020. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, especially for you guys up north. With that snowstorm that touched down a few days back. Probably still got some snow on the ground. Um, last week, went back again. Um, welcome to the podcast again. I'm your host, Shahir Henderson. Last week, we left off on Chapter 7. Um, chapter 7 talked about separation or segregation. Um, very weird chapter. Very strange chapter, if I, if I may say. If you, ladies and gentlemen, have not checked, checked that chapter out yet, I implore you to go check out that chapter and the chapters before this one before you dig into this chapter so you understand what came before and what led you here because that's basically how these chapters are going it starts from number one and each chapter leads into the next one so i implore you to check out the other chapters as well before you check this one out so we are now in that chapter eight we have two more chapters to go in this book and then this book is done um this chapter, chapter number eight, as I mentioned last week, till death do us part, crimes of passion. Now, we all know when you marry, you know that you want to be there and you want to be there with the person forever. And when you make those vows to be there forever, you make those vows to be there until death do you part. Now, when I say crimes of passion, you don't know that till death do us part means that the person who you're in the marriage with would actually be the person who killed you and then death do you part. So why is this even a subject and why does it fall after the subject of separation and segregation? Because separation and segregation is so ugly. Excuse me, let me stop saying segregation. Because separation is so ugly and because a lot of times those situations can turn out really bad some people are not psychologically fit to go through these things calmly a lot of people deal with other things that they have going on and they feel to them if the person was to be gone as in killed that would be a lot better than dealing with them in the flesh and a lot of times before they even separate they believe that doing this would be better or whatever psychological misunderstandings they feel at the time makes them feel as though they can do this or they have to do this in order to feel better or in order to be single again and live without that person so without further ado (laughs) or with that said we're going to go ahead and get right into this chapter once again I wanted to let you know This book was written by me back in 2006. So the thoughts and opinions that you're going to hear first are mine from 2006. And then I'll give my thoughts towards it now and how I look at things now. So death do us part or as long as you both shall live is the sentence. And this sentence is one that a lot of people will love to hear. 
but the reason I named this chapter Till Death Do Us Part, Crimes of Passion, is because of the crazy stories I've heard about lovers killing each other over insurance money, cheating, who will keep the kids, restraining orders, and etc. One story that tripped me out was one about this guy who out of the blue became real sick and no one knew what was what was wrong with this guy no one not even the doctors you see he was said to have had one thing but it was not that come to find out he was poisoned and during his stay in the hospital he got better but his illness came crushing down his illness came crushing back down after a get together in his hospital room then after a lose-lose situation with the poison he died now what killed him was the poison but who killed him was his wife so I mean even stopping there and breaking down that that part right there that's actually a true story I can't remember where I actually saw that at um, that actually happened that was a true story her husband the wife killed the husband and she killed him for insurance money and what she was doing was she was poisoning him every time she would feed him or cook his food she would poison him and put poison in his food um, I forgot which poison it was I want to say arsenic uh, or one of those poisons that's real famous that a lot of people used to poison people back in the day but she would put it in his food and he became really sick and when he went to the hospital you know he was no longer home so she couldn't really get access to him so after I get together at the hospital the lady went up there you know and start poisoning the food that they was having at the get together or she would you know every time she would you know give him something to drink or his hospital food he would get she would poison that and you know just to finish him off so very cruel very evil very mean why not just leave them you know why not just leave the man alone instead of you know deciding to kill him off for the insurance money crazy story true story we're gonna continue come to find out she wanted insurance money and did not then and did what it took to get it you see as crazy as this story is it happened we sit back and we look for love we wonder who will be perfect to marry who would be good to make as a baby daddy what girl is sexy enough to sleep with but we never take the time to get to know one another or understand one another it's all just this big misconception oh we're perfect together she's perfect he's perfect then marriage some kids and then all of it goes downhill and it rolls downhill so fast that it destroys whatever it touches and due to this disaster feelings are crushed and now since the other person does not know the other person that well here comes the reality and yes 
another story. This this is one of a college student whose future was was stopped short by a crazy boyfriend. You see, like I said, when one person is ready to leave, the best way to back out is through conversation. But now, but no, ignorance plagues this world. And the way she ended was through vicious words. The way she ended the relationship was through vicious words and anger. She was tired and just needed to move forward. But her boyfriend did not want did not want this fairy tale story to end. Hold on people. I need to say this. There is no Prince Charming. And Sleeping Beauty is a cartoon character. Okay, let's you know, let's stop here. Even what me leading up to about to tell you this story is another true story. And you would say that's a boyfriend and a girlfriend. That has nothing to do with marriage. But you see these problems. These troubles. These arguments. These physical altercations. You understand this verbal abuse. The psychological abuse. When you get married none of that stuff changes. None of that stuff goes away. Unless you get marriage counseling. For those things before you get married. The reason I'm telling this story is to just say to you that sometimes things seem so beautiful to people on the outside. They seem so gracious to people on the outside. And a lot of times in a marriage where people get to a certain point, they no longer want to be married. They no longer want to be with the person anymore. They start to they start to do things in a more vicious way than calmly coming to the person and saying, I want to end this. I understand this will hurt you but it's time for us to move on they do things that will cause the person to be angry and will cause the person to snap and that's what happened in this story now it's not right that this man acted this way or this young man acted this way he was a young man at the time he acted this way you understand what I'm saying but we have to hear these stories in order to understand what's going on in the minds of these people that you meet that are so lovely at first and then they turn out to be so bad, so dangerous okay since her boyfriend did not want the stories to close he shut off both of their lives by taking hers and his own wow was my expression when I heard this story because I say to myself females always ask for a man they want but deal with something different everybody seems to want a thug or let me say some people and a lot of females like the bad guy nice guys finish last is the motto I laugh at that phrase because if you want a guy to respect you why want a bad boy but I guess a lot of females got it figured out. Now, I'm going to stop here too. Basically, what happens 
and I implore you guys to let, go let, go back and listen to the Willie Lynch letter, breaking down the Willie Lynch letter that I did, and explained how society set it up to where a lot of women of African descent um, like to deal with unruly men, and why this is. I also want you to listen to a podcast that I did. Um, um, which podcast? Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, they ain't come to me. Okay, Alpha, Meta, and uh, Alpha, Beta, Alpha, Alpha Male, Alpha Female, and Beta. That's the name of the podcast. I want I implore you to go listen to that podcast. I also implore you to listen to the Relationship Stuff 101 Boredom and Fatigue Theory. Because that's all what this gets into. It's not that a lot of women want to deal with men who are bad. It's just that a lot of the bad boys seem to have more fun. They seem more interesting. They seem to they seem intriguing and mysterious. And that's what a lot of women like mystery mystery. You know, they like the, you know, oh I don't know what he is or can I change him attitude. And never mind the fact the the fun the fun that seems to come along with this guy. Nice guys seem to be boring. They seem to uh bring on like think about it like this the nice guy is like a 40 degree day that's really really cloudy and dreary with rain all over the place the bad guy is like a sunny day 80 degrees no clouds in the in the sky you know lemonade waiting for you as soon as you walk out the door a breath of fresh air even though it sounds confusing to us you know logical thinkers that's actually something that turns on a lot of women now because it turns them on they're more likely to go in that direction and because that's something they like they're more likely to go in that direction and because of the psychological uh, mishaps I want to call it they're more likely to deal with more men that will destroy their understanding of love and their understanding of relationships then they ought to deal with men who would bring them comfort and bring them more understanding and more passion and different things of that nature it's crazy and it's confusing maybe we'll do a podcast about that in the future why do why do good girls like bad guys maybe we'll look but i've addressed that that's why in those those three podcasts i told you about i slightly addressed that no so if you want to hear what i had to say definitely go back and check out uh, those three podcasts I named. Um, we're coming close to the middle, so I'm not gonna uh, finish reading. So we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna pay some bills. I'm gonna get a message from our sponsor, and we're gonna come right back. I'll see you guys on the other side. ladies and gentlemen welcome back um once again like i always say if you're thinking about podcasting or if you're thinking about getting into podcasting check out anchor fm for your podcast adventures now let's get right back into this story not story but right back into the book and breaking it down and it's not like a nice guy is not capable of murder as well but bad is never good we will not eat bad meat or wear bad shoes 
drive a bad running car, but y'all ride a bad boy. Good luck. And to some guys, we want we won't bet on a bad game, but we'll ride a crazy dame. Ladies and gentlemen, lend me your ears. Life is not a video game. You die, you can't reset the game, nor can you turn it off. And when the game comes back on, the both of you will still be alive. Oh well, untouched and unscarved. The bumps and bruises are forever. In every cra- in every crazy cell. And every crazy sounds like that marriage thing again. But before those bells ring, yeah, bring another story. Before, oh, excuse me. And before those bells ring, yeah, I bring another story. This one without a ring, just a simple relationship between two people that went from okay to bad to worse. Damn, with all this death, you would think love was a curse. But no, people, love is not a curse. It's a word, like I said in the third chapter, that explains a strong liking. That's all people don't want to believe. This people who ran around with our own definition, people we run around with our own definition of love. I've heard so many of them. It's unbelievable to those who don't know what love is. Look in the Webster and find your meaning. The only meaning all of the other stuff, the all, all of the other stuff is just that added in, just like a stupid ad, just like a stupid actor ad living a good script. Leave it simple, stupid. Now to the story. A waitress in a restaurant working nine to five, day in, day out. Playing, paying her bills and the guy in her life is doing nothing just hanging on the corner doing his thing and telling her to stay by his side things can only get um, get better with his life he is, in, he is involved in the life that he is involved in but she knows the truth the drug game can only bring death jail and pain but when Confu can confront it with the truth, he tells her this is his life and to accept it. And also, there is no exit from him but death. Another thing that's crazy. If someone tells you they will kill you, your best thing is to smarten up and hit the exit. So days go by, and minutes turn into years, and by now, she is ready to leave and find the right path. So she calls him and tells him, baby, I can't stay in this for no longer. Life is not a peach. 
life is not a peach no more and I am out and like she knew he would he flips out and tells her I told you there is no exit but death but she's naive and says whatever it's over and goes on with her workday so 8 a.m. turns into 1 p.m. and he comes into the store and he's and he's hot simple words turn into an argument and he pulls out a gun and says there is no exit from here and shoots her in the head and then kills himself first a moment of silence for these people and now people please and now people please no one deserves death but there are those who can care less and they live off seeing other people suffer and live miserably they don't know love and can care less for it once again love is a misunderstood word it is not meant it is nothing mean and nothing else but what it says in the dictionary and when all of the feelings and thoughts of killing come into play that's not a word called love it's a word called crazy and stupid look up those words and you'll find your definition the definition of your mental state so the next time you use the word love make sure you understand that you are just saying i have a strong liking that i can't explain and the only word ever taught to me when i feel this way is love and nothing else oh yeah i have two more words you can look up lust and sex because due to the fact they have an alleged connection to love they have nothing to do with it at all so before you meet the person you will make a life promise to make sure you understand them and they understand you and death will not do you apart and the only passion would be sex okay so that ended that chapter we're going to give a little words towards that um another another quick chapter last week's chapter was really short as well this one was a little bit longer that that second story i really didn't touch on much of what happened in that second story i just told you it was a guy um he was in college it was a girl she was in college and she decided to end a relationship um when she decided to end a relationship they was on the phone uh the gentleman went over to her college and choked choked her to death and killed her and then went back to his college where he was found hiding and was arrested um promise in future this gentleman had a promise in future um this lady she had a promise in future and 
just so happened she wanted to end a relationship he wasn't ready for it to end and he wound up killing her true story the other story about the guy coming into the restaurant shooting and killing his girlfriend true story they sound they may sound made up but these are true stories true stories and i'm sure there's so many more i know another story of a guy who uh, was angered and wanted to go see his girlfriend and when he got there the mother allowed him to go upstairs and when he got upstairs he shot and killed his girlfriend and killed himself um another story was of a gentleman who climbed through a window and stabbed up his girlfriend and killed her um another story of a of a man whose or wife wanted to end a relationship and the son leaves and he kills her and kills herself these stories happen a lot so with me with me using bad guy good guy and trying to figure out who people are before you actually get involved with them deeply it's probably the smartest thing to do it's probably smart to look at how somebody is psychologically i don't understand why that would be an issue to look at how someone is psychologically to talk to them about their psychological makeup to find out how they look at things what angers them how angry are they are they carrying any are they carrying any bad blood towards anything do they resent anything were they abused as children were they hurting pets what's happening you might before you get in a relationship with somebody you too might want to get a psychological evaluation that sounds crazy that sounds crazy for me to even say that it sounds crazy for me to tell people hey before you make sure that that's your boyfriend make sure that you both get intervention some sort of intervention to find out where you are along with other things you know doctor's appointment to make sure you two nobody has any sexually transmitted diseases all of this sounds crazy but just think if you take some of these things into account you know what you're dealing with you know it's easy to create a masterful sentence or it's easy to create a masterful presentation to somebody in order to enter their life it's easy when you create these masterful uh presentations a lot of times they're so beautiful you sound so romantic and the person goes along with everything you want and everything that you need and they believe that you're going to give them the same that they want and that they need and a lot of times what you're just doing is you're just giving what you want and what you need and you're caring less about what they want and what they need and a lot of times like i mentioned these people struggle and they struggle bad with anger they struggle with stress you know they struggle with so many different things as you would say if you're you know as you would say if you're you're more connected to a religious background they struggle with a lot of demons you know they struggle with a lot of things that that are not loving and things that are not caring they struggle with a lot of things that are mischievous a lot of things that are dangerous and a lot of things that will hurt 
and maim and kill and brutalize people either or they're, they're either they're extremely physically extremely verbal abusive or extremely physical abusive abusive if I'm saying that right so either they're kicking your butt every chance they get or they're playing you down every chance they get and a lot of times people go through these things and what starts to happen is when you're going through it you think nothing of it there's something called uh, I'm going to look it up I think it's called trauma I looked it up before called trauma bonding trauma bonding occurs as the result of an ongoing cycle of abuse in which the intermittent reinforcement of reward and punishment creates powerful emotional bonds that are resistant to change so basically what does that mean it's almost like you're coming to the house and you was out at the mall with your friends and the person you're in a relationship heard that you was around some men. When you come in the house, he smacks you, throw you to the floor, and say, if you ever around another guy again, I'll kill you. And then you get up, he hugs you, say, I love you, makes you something to eat, rubs your feet, and give you a massage. That's crazy. Now to you, the smack and the throw to the floor was something that you think he gave you because you did something wrong. People, we're not kids. Our mates are not our children. I mean, I mean our uh, parents. They're not our parents, so you don't deserve to get a beating because somebody assumed something. And that's what trauma bonding is. It's almost as though you getting your ass beat and then you turn around and y'all have y'all be intimate. It's like when they say, when you hear people say, um, yeah, the best sex, the best makeup, the best sex is makeup sex. That sounds stupid as hell, because depending on what y'all were just arguing about or fighting about, you can't put an intimate moment behind that. Intervention needs to come behind that. A conversation needs to come behind that. A very well mental makeup needs to come behind that. You shouldn't involve passion in fighting together. That's what creates the trauma. But because it happens or because you've seen it as a child or because your parents have done it or because you see it on TV or because it goes on in your neighborhoods in so many different ways, you might think it's okay. You might think you're okay, but you're not. So we're going to exit off of that. We might, we might address that later on in a podcast. We might talk strictly about toxic bonding, strictly about gaslighting. And other things that people do to psychologically keep you connected while they while they bask in whatever reality that they've created out of your relationship. Next week, we are, we're coming to chapter nine, the uh, mind reader. I know men, I know women. Very interesting chapter idea. And as you see, it comes right after from Death to Us part. Um, crimes of passion I know men I know women it's something you hear a lot of people say 
you know, a lot of men, men, a lot of men may think they know women because of the amount of women that they dealt with. A lot of women may think they know men because of the amount of men that they dealt with. But do you really? Do you really know men? Do you really know women? And are you a mind reader? Can you read minds? Can you read emotions? Can you read facial expressions? Are you that good? Ask yourself that question. Do some research on it. I implore you, before we do this chapter next week, next week will be December 26th. From right now to December 26th, if this part, if you reach this podcast, I would like you, ladies and gentlemen, if you get a second or two minutes to look up, to look up mind reading or look up how to read body language. Look that up. Do a little bit of research on it before you run into the chapter. Tell me, you know, find out if it's easy. Find out if it's difficult. And then we'll break the chapter down together. Then you'll have more of an understanding of what you're listening to and what's being presented to you. Um, Once again, we're coming to the close. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this December 19th. 2020. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson. Like I said in the beginning, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Um, Christmas is actually Friday, so Christmas is in six days. I will not hear, you won't hear me again until after Christmas. So, you ladies and gentlemen, have a very Merry Christmas. Hopefully you get everything that you wanted and everything that you put on your Christmas list. Hopefully the kiddos get everything that they wanted and everything they put on their Christmas list. Make sure your Christmas is safe. Make sure you're safe um, during this holiday season. 2020 is coming to a close, so try to make your Christmas as beautiful and as memorable as you can in such a, uh, a disastrous and um, psychological and such a psychological draining year. I want to go ahead and say that. So, um, once again, thanks for listening. Also, share this podcast. Um, I'm trying to reach 100 monthly listeners on this podcast. That's to set a goal. Um, I just got I just got with a um, well. I just downloaded an app called Good Pods. Um, shout out to the guys and the ladies and gentlemen over at Good Pods. I just got um, with them and I just put my podcast on there. If you're on Good Pods, go ahead and follow Relationship Stuff One on One. Also, I have another podcast on here, Evolution of a Killer, the beginning. Go ahead and follow those podcasts. I'm trying to get at least to 100 monthly listeners. We want to set that goal first, and then we'll try to set a goal for at least 200 to 300 and more in the future. But for right now, I'm just trying to get to 100 monthly listeners, you know, and making that a goal. So share this podcast, you know, um, share the other podcasts, share the podcast as a whole. You know, the whole relationship stuff, one-on-one on podcast. Share it. You know, help help, help me reach 100, and 100 listeners. Help this message. Help these words. Help these stories. Help this knowledge. You know, even if you don't consider it knowledge, help this reach somebody else. Somebody you may know may be going through it. You may think need to hear this. Help it reach them by sharing it. Um, if you don't follow Relationship Stuff One On One on Twitter and Instagram, 
Join the group on Facebook, Relationship Stuff 101. Also, you can follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Reddit. Um, or you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's a lot of different things that I do on the YouTube channel. You know, from putting things together to... Um, putting things together to... Uh, building different things. There's a lot of different things going on the YouTube channel. So if you want to check out the YouTube channel, you can. If you want to subscribe, you know, um, drop a comment or anything. Do it there on the YouTube channel. Um, if you have any questions about this podcast or any questions about anything else or any suggestions, you can leave those suggestions and put those questions into the relationship group on Facebook when you decide to join. Hey, I listen to you know the podcast about marriage and death to us part you know i have this suggestion for another podcast or if you want to work with me or if you want to you know be interviewed if you want an album you know somebody who has an album that they need reviewed i do album reviews as well or you know if you know someone who may need to talk or if you have a podcast yourself and you want to have me on as a guest or if you want to be on as a guest reach out to me on the facebook group or when you when you follow on Instagram or um, Twitter, you know, say it there. Hey, when we connect, when we get together and do a podcast together, or can I have you on as a guest? Either one of the two. But with all that said, once again, y'all have a Merry Christmas. We're going to see you next week, so I'm not going to say Happy New Year. We'll see you before the new year even comes in. Thank you again for checking out this podcast. You've been listening to Relationship Stuff 101's podcast. Once again, this is Saturday, December 19th, 2020. Y'all have a great rest of your weekend. You have a great rest of your week. You have a great Christmas. And we'll see you next weekend. Thank you. Peace.